Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything within it. My name is Biz Paul. I'm here in the United Kingdom and I'm joined in the United States with my pal and co-host. It's the wonderful Felicia Jones. How are you today? I'm feeling um, okay. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to, to have a little bit of a spring in my step because I am out of pandemic mode. Okay. Okay. So you're you're done with the pandemic. I'm done with the pandemic. I mean, I'm I'm just trying to think of things that are possibly in my life that are pandemic related. Uh, the only thing that I can think of is that I insist that the windows are left open at work in the office. Okay. For, for circulation, <laughs> that's like a good lesson to have learned from the pandemic <laughs> to open windows and get fresh air in. Uh, so I'm out of pandemic mode. I I finally rejoin the gym after nearly three years out and i've got to tell you felicia the world <laughs> at the gym is different oh what what is the gym like these days well basically a lot of it is the same all right a lot a lot uh -huh. of it is the same there is like notional cleaning Right, people are over. Okay. People are over the cleaning. When I first went back, I was like, "Right, okay, I see this cleaning station where we get the paper towel and we spray it with the, the antibacterial stuff, and yeah. we go and wipe everything." Right, I, I get that, and then I'm like, "I'm the only one using this," because then I, it occurred to me that this bit has been introduced two years ago, the cleaning bit, right? When gyms. Oh, that was, but that was. I mean, but when I was going to the gym, people were doing that years no, ago, wiping off after not, yourself. No, look, we, oh, we, we, ew. yeah, we don't, we don't do any of that kind of stuff here. We, we ew, are from the, med really? yeah, we're from the medieval times. You might like give it a quick dusting down with your towel, but with your sweat towel, but no, people don't like clean the equipment. That was but, a new Wait thing. a minute. So you're going to go. So after somebody's butt sweat has been on a thing, you're going to go Just sit, sit on it. Yeah. <laughs> ew. So they've always had the wipes. Oh my gosh, that's no. That's, I mean, Ew. I'm just. I mean, I'm just talking about my experience of gyms in the UK, right? And they're not. You know, some of them have been quite nice, but no, that's that was a new thing. But that was introduced two years ago. So now that's old news. People aren't aren't doing that. So I I was doing that. But the big thing that has changed is the fact that I've gone from being somebody that I felt could fit in to somebody that is just like the older uh -huh. guy trying to get fit at the gym. <laughs> you're the old guy at the gym yeah. now <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say old guy because there are people older than me but the people that i would have looked at <laughs> three years ago going oh, okay you, you know you're just trying to stay stay alive so you don't have a heart attack um that's that's <laughs> now me because i'm not very strong anymore i'm not very good um i'm not gonna like puff my chest <laughs> out and go hey guys do you want to spot me or, you know it's i'm just doing the the thing and um, I, I mean, I'm not being looked at, I don't think, but I'm, I'm clearly the older guy with grayer hair at the gym. You're okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I mean, at least you're, at least you're doing it. Just know that a lot of those guys, especially if they're younger, they're going to give this up in about three or five years well, and never hit a gym again. I, I agree. And I suppose the thing that I'm now more alert to is the whole, uh, sort of alpha male behavior stuff that goes on there particularly among the younger mm -hmm. the younger guys who are there you know just oh my gosh what are they well, doing well they're just 
they're just trying to lift more than they probably should. That's more more than than is sensible. And there was this one guy yesterday who was on the um, uh, chest press and you know did that, and then immediately did like five press ups, which I thought was a mistake because he's just used those muscles. Surely he needs to be resting between sets, not like going down <laughs> for five. To me, I'm thinking that doesn't make sense. He was just thinking, I'm going to be massive after this. Um, But yeah, so yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are the old guy (laughs) at the gym now. (laughs) You're bringing logic to the gym. There is no logic when you're trying to get beefy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but you know, uh, it was, it was, it was good. I'm having a good experience. I feel like um i'm getting back into it and um and yeah i think that was the final thing that i wasn't doing that i was doing before covid which is going to the to the gym everything else events meeting people going out for dinner going to concerts you know okay that's already been being done so that's me done okay but do you feel good i mean are your muscles hurting after going to the gym uh i know they should be and they're not quite so i'm i'm not quite lifting as much as maybe i should but you know Evan, it's only been three visits okay you got time you got time but at least you know you 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 feel like you're getting back to your pre-covid yeah. life you're going out and things that's great yeah. i'm not doing any of that <laughs> do you think you ever will <laughs> no i don't i think i'm gonna get even more hermit okay well, there's plenty. There's plenty of reasons to 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 do that for for sure. Um, otherwise, I don't really have much else to to tell you about from from here. Uh, uh, Rishi Sunak's being ignored. No one's paying attention to to him. Of course, uh, of Boris course. Johnson's gone mm-hmm. to COP, so Rishi Sunak's had to do a U-turn and go to COP and say, "We should be greener, yay!" And Putin's <laughs> bad. Boo. And and that's and that's pretty much it. Uh, no one's paying any attention to him uh, at all. Um, and 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 that's it. All all our news today is about the US. So I think we should like go straight in with you to the midterm okay. elections and what's going out. Bear in mind that this will be completely out of date by the time this gets published. I know we actually should do this tonight while the results are coming in, but. Uh, unfortunately for everyone, I have not been paying attention because I'm packing uh, and I'm about to get on the road. So I'm only getting bits and pieces of things. And we're going to do takeout tonight and we're going to watch the TV yell at us about who's winning, who's not winning and whatever's going on at the polls. So I think that's going to start around six o'clock tonight. Okay. But at this moment, um, I, I definitely have been seeing the lines, you know, people standing in line for four or more hours. Uh, Maricopa County, which is in Arizona, they are reporting issues with their voting machines and it's taking people longer to vote. So now there are rumors that it's already rigged and there's cheating going on. Uh, so it's, it sounds like it's, it's going to be a very interesting day. Luckily, I live in the state of Colorado where we have mail-in balloting. Mm-hmm. So we don't have any of these issues. Most people have probably voted uh, within the last two to three weeks here. Okay. So, so question, and we might have asked yeah. this on the show before. <laughs> uh-huh. So for the mail-in ballots, uh-huh. what happens to them when you mail them in? How do you know that they're secure and that they're not tampered with? 
Well, it's probably not much different than when you go vote in person. Uh, once you leave, you have no idea if they are as secure as you hope they are and if um, no one's tampering with them. Okay. So basically, um, to me, I see it all as the same. Once you leave your ballot with someone, you don't know what they do. Uh, but for the most part, all the ballots go into the, um, uh, I think it's not the registrar or the voting post person who's in charge. And they sit with their teams and they feed them through the machines. Uh, they The first round is to make sure that they are valid because we have to sign all of our, our yeah. um, the outside yeah. of the envelopes. Mm-hmm. So they make sure they're valid. Then if they're not valid, if something doesn't match on the outside of the name with the the signature, then those are instantly tossed and then they kind of go from there. Okay. All right. Would you like yeah. me to give you a summary of what they're saying <laughs> uh, or how they explain the midterms to us? Because it's a very different system that you have compared to us. Yes, go go for it. Because I, you know, you sent me the, the article about um, the war, uh, civil war here. Yeah. I found that quite entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Well, so go for it. So, um, so what the, I'm just reading this from a BBC guide to what are the US midterms? A simple guide. Uh, a simple, a simple guide. guide. <laughs> so um, it talks about uh, the elections of the Congress, which are made up of two parts, the House of Representatives and the Senate. They're held every two years. And when they fall in the middle of the president's four-year term of office, they're called the midterms. It then tells us okay. that Congress makes nationwide laws House decides which laws are voted on while the Senate can block or approve them, yada, 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 right? Each state has two senators who sit for six-year terms. That's interesting. Representatives serve for two years Mm -hmm. and represent smaller districts. All the seats in the House of Representatives are up for election in November alongside one-third of the Senate. So let's just pause there. So what that means is the representatives, Mm -hmm. one that makes the laws before they're approved by the Senate. So everyone's up for election there. So that yeah. could uh, that's like a for the most that's part, like yeah. a general election in UK terms then. Okay. If everyone is 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 up for election. And then one third of the Senate. So mm-hmm. that suggests to me that on the voting paper, there's either two papers or if it's done via a machine, then it asks you two questions. Would that be right? Uh yeah. So basically it's like one whole one long sheet of paper. Okay. And then they break down um like we like a lot of states are having governor's races so it'll be a governor um then it'll go down to the state um representatives meaning representatives just to for neighborhoods in the state of colorado then we get to like the senators and the congressmen right so you could be voting on three or four things oh we voted on um about 35 things no okay Tell, 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 yeah, me, tell me yeah. more about that then. What were you voting for? Oh my gosh. So we had to vote for the governor. Um, we had to vote for our, our state representatives just to represent our neighborhoods in Colorado. We voted for the senators. And depending on where you are with your House of Representatives that goes to um, D.C., we had to vote on those people. Then it gets down into um, state laws. Oh, sorry. So then it goes down to mayor's race. So we had to vote for a mayor, depending on where you live, um, city council, other city representatives. Then we go into state laws. Then we go into city laws. So 
it, it's a lot. I mean, it's like it's we. It took about three hours for us to sit down and what? go through everything. Okay. Or two so, hours, sorry, about two hours. So, is these like state laws, city laws? Are, are they like referenda? So, what what are your views on vote for this thing or this thing, or is it voting for people to make? Yeah, laws? yeah. It, it's either updates to the state constitution, new laws that they want to um, enact in a state. Like here in Colorado, yeah. we had to vote on whether or not to feed children in schools. Uh, a lot of people don't want to for some reason. Um, we voted on like tax increases. Um, also, uh, in like on the city levels, you you may vote for property tax increases, things like that. Uh, mm. Water water restriction, water rights, all that kind of stuff. Wow! So we don't get any of that um, ability whatsoever here. Referenda are frowned upon. Um, you know, the the exception being Brexit, which I would frown upon. Um, you know, referendum like oh, interesting. You don't get the no vote on no, no, no. It's all done by elected officials. You know, you decide. Um, uh, you vote for your local councillors on in your town's borough, and they make the decisions. Really? You do less. You know, ca- county council, and they take all the decisions. It's very, very rare to be consulted on a particular. Um, law or situation so brexit was one and an alternative way of voting was one we had in 2011 and before that i think it was i mean it could be wrong i think it was something like 1973 that that we last have one it's just not a thing and and even then all referenda are advisory only interesting Mm. okay so yeah we get to vote on everything we don't get to vote on federal stuff okay uh, we only get to vote on what's going on in the state. So like before I left California, we had to vote on whether or not uh, gay marriage is legal. Um, you get to vote on abortion. Uh, you vote on whether or not marijuana is legal. So we also had here in Colorado, we had to vote on whether mushrooms should be legal or not. As in what, like chestnut or magic? Uh, the magic okay. ones, <laughs> the the hallucin, the ones that give you hallucinations. Right, okay. So you you vote on all of that kind of stuff. So I kind of like. I mean, I kind of seatbelt like laws, DUI laws, like anything that's going on in the state. We had to vote on whether or not to provide assistance for people to um, purchase homes. Literally everything, um, and of course. Uh, one of the interesting ones, we had to vote on whether or not grocery stores could carry alcohol or liquor. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's uh, so you have to go and read through all of these things and it could be fairly long. Yeah. Um, so so you have to remember that when we do these um, elections, we, 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 we have an election every year. Mm. Um, there's election day every year. It's just that it may not be as crucial as you know, House of Representatives, but we still have to vote on state yeah. state and local issues as That's, well. I, th- I find so. that really interesting because uh, you mentioned things like queues and, and, and things like that and people queuing for, for long periods mm-hmm. of time. Well, if it takes three hours to run through everything that you've got to vote for, those are going to be big, big queues. It's like an extra job. It is. I mean, you have to sit down and kind of look at everything. And that's why we have... The pickles that we have is it's easy to vote by party. Mm. Um, you kind of get if you I am not a registered Democrat or Republican. I'm an independent. So I don't get all of the pre filled out ballots. 
But typically, if you are part of one of these parties, you will get a pre-filled out ballot at your home. And it just says, match these things and vote. Basically, here's how to vote. Oh, wow. Um, as an ind- yeah, as an independent, and I think I started being an independent when I was in color- in California because I wanted to see everything. I like I wanted the choice of whether if I like things or not. So, so yeah, so you do have to, if you're not going to vote, vote straight party line or whatever everybody tells you to do, you got to sit down and read. And so the Colorado sends out a blue book. You get a blue book, you go to the internet. Um, we also get to vote on judges. Um, so that's the, that's the other one. So you have a list of judges we have to vote on um, in our areas and things like that. So it can, it could take a while to sit down and and really read through who's who's on the ballot and and trying to understand the for and against the the yeah whatever's being proposed. Okay, fascinating. I think that's. I mean, it's great that democracy is so uh, in, yeah. ingrained in that. But I suppose it leaves it open to people. Uh, I mean, let's face it. Neither of us, I think, have a huge amount of faith in human beings. So one assumes that you get mm-hmm. a lot of people who are quite ignorant of the issues just voting a certain way because of some information that their Uncle Dave kind of gave them over dinner one time. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And, and that's why you have those political ads that are uh, that are like very aggressive because it just tells you, you hear, oh, vote this way. Like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah. And I'll just do that. So it kind of it's almost like test time is when we sit down, we both have to pull out our ballots. And uh, we read, so I do the internet searching of things. He reads the the blue book and then we try to see who we like and who we don't like. Yeah. So that's if you do the due diligence and some people will probably not and others probably just won't vote at all. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's the thing, I guess. Okay, so in terms of the, aside from the local issues, which are very specific and maybe there are some um, uh, laws there that people feel about, What's the feeling in terms of how, you know, the reasons that people will vote a certain way for, th- for things like the House of Representatives and, and the Senate? Are they voting on national issues? Because on this, on this other BBC article, it basically says, it reckons that voters are voting on abortion rights or restrictions, um, Joe Biden's future, whether Trump will run again, and whether or not the results will be believed? Uh, you prob- They're probably right, because what does happen when you have these big political machines and they have this much money, you can do your marketing on some of these very hot emotional items, and they are basically in the forefront of everything, ignoring some of the more important stuff that really affects all of us. So... Um, yeah, I mean the 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 big political systems seem to have done their job in getting people caught up in in voting on abortion rights. Um, and from what I'm understanding, people are voting against wokeness. Okay. So to fight wokeness, you vote Republican. And but nobody really knows what wokeness <laughs> is, and there is they don't have a strategy on how to fight it. But you know that's I mean. Th- I will say the marketing people have done their job. Right. So we're not necessarily expecting any real surprises here. What's your view or what's your hunch in terms of what the result will be? Uh, A meteor will come down and strike the earth and we will all probably 
burn away. Okay. What overnight? Do I? Okay. <laughs> I hadn't. I haven't got my go bag ready yet. I know you told. I said last week I was oh, getting. You it need ready. to get your go bag. <laughs> well, you know what? It doesn't matter if it's a meteor going to come. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh yeah, that is true. Um, <laughs> just hug your kids. Yeah. Um, I I don't know what's going to happen. I I honestly don't know. My gut tells me it's probably going to be very much a Republican win across the board because. I mean, the, the Republicans, they fought dirty and they fought petty and they went after very hot emotional items. And um, un- unfortunately, that put that put the uh, Democrats on defense. If we're just looking at game strategy, they came out with an emotional item. And so now the Democrats have to kind of counter that, ignoring all of the other really important things. So and, and their defense has been kind of weak and. I hate to say it in the United States. Uh, I mean, abortion, gun rights, freedom of speech, and um, there was something else I forgot. Those are very hot, hot items. And you really can't fight those Mm. very well. And you can't, I mean, it would be nice if if the Democrats had come back and said, you know what? We're going to just fight on real things like the fact that we have no water here in the United States uh, or and we have, you know, jobs are, are suffering and people are suffering. But you can't really bring up those things when people are hitting below the belt with very emotional items. Yeah. So um, and it's just making the Democrats, unfortunately, look pretty weak. And and the, the Republicans have done great on kind of going after being I call it hateful. And it seems to be working. They, they certainly seem very angry about everything. And being angry creates a yes. lot of noise. And, <laughs> and I agree. My observation, for what it's worth, is that the Democratic uh, or the Democrat um, kind of voice or tone is quiet. Like, I'm, you're, not, you're just not hearing anything over here about who they are or what they are. It's almost like people are a bit embarrassed by Biden. Uh, but you know, abortion's an issue. Let's let's fight on that and let's fight on liberty. But they they they're not. I don't want to say they're not angry about the abortion issue because clearly people are angry about the abortion issue. I mean, we certainly see that. Yeah. But thing, but everything else, um, we just we're just not getting the the same volume, and that that must be a problem. They need to speak up, be louder. Well, the like I said, they they are on poor defense. I mean, and I mean, how do you? I mean, when people come out and they go, you hit the hearts and mind with I pretty I pretty much call it very hateful content, and it's working. And I mean, how do you defend that when you got a one? You have to tell everybody else like, hey, everything's going to be fine. And then it's like, well, looking at my whole neighborhood, it doesn't seem like it's going to be fine. And and you just have to go on off, I mean, on defense to what the, the Republicans are doing. And they've, I mean, if we're talking about marketing strategy, they've done a great job. Mm. They've done an absolutely phenomenal job of not talking about anything that affects everyone and going after the people who get very emotional on some of the social, social justice issues or social issues. And now you put your other party like just on defense and it's a weak defense because, I mean, basically it's coming. I mean, you have one group that says we are against abortion 
And then the other group's like, we are for women's rights. And it's, and other people are saying, so you're okay with killing people? And so it's, it's one of those things. And that's just a hard, mm. <laughs> I think it's just hard to have an attack against it. And, um, and when you have win with, without, with, at any cost, I mean, you just get what you get. And, and it is quite fascinating that we have skipped over talking about some real crucial issues in this country that's affecting all of us, which is climate change, which is the fact that we have two of our massive river sources that have no water. And the fact that inflation plus greed is like kicking in. And it does, to me, it doesn't really matter what's about to happen. We're all about to get hit with those things. But, you know, I mean, I guess if you're trying to win, you're going to do whatever you can to, to do that. And they have broken down their strategies of going after critical race theory, going against wokeness. And the other thing they're going, uh, basically the last little hurdles that they, well, the last little things they put into place is that the Democrats are anti-white. And so if there's been this whole campaign of anti-whiteness on that particular wow. group. Wow. Um, so it's getting a little... Frightening. I mean, people don't want to admit to it, but they're, the Republican Party is a little extreme. Oh, yeah. But, you know, you got people who can't reconcile the fact that you're saying my mom is an extremist? Like, yes, baby. Yes. Your mom is an extremist. Yes, that's... That, that's <laughs> it, see, that's exactly the situation. And I think there's definitely elements of that over over here. Where, where I witness mm -hmm. people that support a party that doesn't act in their favor. And it's like, why would, why would you vote against your own interests? I find that very, very strange. But that's all about marketing and gaslighting and all of that kind of stuff. I guess it's hard to defend when, when you're in power. Well, you have to defend when you're in power. And for the Republicans, yeah. the things like climate change and inflation and cost of living and things like that they almost don't have to fight that because that's quite obvious that everyone's experiencing so yeah. it makes no sense to just fight on those things when they can go for the jugular which is quite clearly what they're what they're doing yeah um but makes sense <laughs> but I, it surprises me that the democrats are not much more vocal about the existential threat of the republican party to people's way of life that surprises me. I, I think here they have been vocal, but it comes across as, you know, I mean, but you, they've been vocal, but it comes, it comes across on the other side as, you know, you're anti-white, you're anti-American, you don't want to be here, we should deport you, you know, that type of thing. Mm. So the comeback is you're not American and you don't like Americans and you're trying to replace us. So, so you're kind of in... I mean, you, you've been married, you, you've, you've been around women, you've, you've been in one of these arguments where <laughs> irrational is um, arguing with logical and irrational always just kind of throws in different things that you didn't see coming from the left or the right, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't want to comment on whether the rational is from female or male <laughs> people, because I guess it might change, but Yes, I do understand what you're saying. Yes, it, it will change. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what's happening is that you, you, you're you in this argument with somebody and you're arguing like, okay, we should, you know, make dinner tonight. And then you get, well, last week you said you didn't love me. And it's like, whoa, where'd that come from? You know? 
<laughs> and so now you got to go play defense to that. It's like, well, didn't you say you, you know, you said this, like, well, it was right, but I was talking about something else. So basically you don't want to be married anymore. Yeah. So yeah. And I think that's what's happening. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Actually, there was some woman who said that she, uh, I love this tweet. She got up in the morning. Uh, they would wake up early. She would spend at least three or four hours talking to her husband um, having coffee in her garden. And she was just like, I love him. And then people were like, well, you know, that's privilege. You have a garden, right? Like not everybody can drink coffee. Some people drink tea. It's like, whoa, the lady just said she loved her husband. What's going on here? Yeah. But that happens. It does. So, so yeah. yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> so it's the rational versus the irrational argument that's that where, that is where the noise is and your, your prediction. And we will see whether this is right. Um, by the way, if, if this show is still going by 2024 <laughs> and uh, we get a UK election and a US election, I think we should do some like alternative result show, like live streaming, right? <laughs> Where we can like do commentary as as stuff goes in, because I find those result shows really exciting um, and we deserve. To oh, work. they're going to be so crazy. Yeah, we got to figure out what we're going to eat tonight while we're watching all of this stuff. So will you, will, I usually don't watch them because they're 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 just nuts to watch. But I don't know; it might be interesting enough for a little bit. What's the time scale? <laughs> just thinking about the results show. So, what time do polls close? Um, I think polls close around. Ooh, it's usually like seven o'clock p.m. Yes, based on where you are. Okay. So 7 o'clock so, p.m. And then when do results start coming in? They will start coming in pretty early. Uh, I think they, they actually start counting uh, fairly early. So I think by 5 o'clock, we should start getting some results. And remember, we have the absentee ballots that were counted. Um, absentee people voted weeks and weeks okay. ago. Then you have your mail-in. And then you have your people who are voting like right there. Um, so they start counting pretty quickly. Uh, and do they have exit polls? Yes, they do. So th and those are always interesting. So they can give a prediction when it comes to seven o'clock. Oh, no, because there's different time zones. Yeah, so, I mean, hmm. yes. Yeah, so by seven, okay, so by the time, I mean, it'll all start around the same time, but we may not get results from like, basically it's going to go East Coast to West Coast because East Coast results will start coming in um, first because of the time zone. Yeah. And then, of course, the West Coast will will shore it up. But um, it kind of just depends on what is happening. And then sometimes, especially for some of the local things, you may not get the final result until tomorrow. Okay. And just a quick question. So yeah. if the East Coast finishes at 7 and the, the West Coast and obviously Hawaii mm -hmm. is even, even later, there's like four or five hours mm -hmm. between it. Can those... Can can results come through from one time zone even though voting is still open in another? Yes. Oh, so that could influence the outcome. It could, but I hate to say it. States like Hawaii don't. They're not important. <laughs> okay. No, they're not. But, but California is. They're kind of not important. California is. Um, so. You know what? It's going to be very interesting. California has always like been Democrat, so. Okay. Yeah. Is usually California has not been a has not been a crucial state um, in the elections. It's usually going to be your Florida's always Florida's Georgia's 
basically the hotbed of the Southeast where people don't like other folks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. In the Midwest. So um, <laughs> results start coming in. And what, what time do these programs finish? Do they like run through the night? Yeah, they'll, they'll go all night. They'll go all night. And do you watch it all night? Um, if it's one that's important. Okay. This one, this, this you know what, this, this election is probably going to be pretty important. So you might want to watch as long as you can. Um, usually I just shut it down and wait until the morning. The only time I stayed up and watched basically all night was when Obama won. Cause it was like the first time it was just like, get the hell out of here. We're about to have a black person as a president. <laughs> like it's about to snow outside. Yeah. So I had to watch that one. Then when Trump ran, it was just like, Whoa, like that was it. That was just entertainment yeah. watching that whole thing. <laughs> okay. So it's fair. It's fairly similar to what we get here then in terms of the, see yeah. here, polls close at 10 PM and then mm-hmm. uh, results start. It depends on what sort of election is. National elections, the results start coming yeah. about an hour afterwards because it's like a huge race to see who can be the first yeah. people to declare. Um, but but it, <laughs> but it takes one. You normally get a result about like four or five in the morning. Okay, so that's yeah. interesting. And for anybody listening, if I have my poll uh, closing times wrong, just let me know. Is it, Like I said, I'm, I'm in Colorado now, so I'm just used to not having to worry about all of that. <laughs> Well, it's it's certainly going to be interesting from from this side because it is the the leading story here now as we record this, and uh, you know it, these yeah. things matter to the world because if Biden is essentially castrated from implementing anything for the next <laughs> two years, then um, you know you can totally see Trump being emboldened. We, uh, it says here he's going to make an announcement next Wednesday. Uh, no, uh, uh-huh. next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, he's going to make an announcement. So um, that's obviously going to be that he's running. Quite clearly, he's going to be running. Um, oh my gosh, really? He's old. He is old, but then if, <laughs> he's very you know, old. We'll, we'll we'll see. Um, but yeah, it's going to be very very interesting to see what what happens. We should we should try and keep on top of it. You can be our reporter live from the scene, maybe. Um, yeah, I will do that. <laughs> yeah, but I hope between now and next week there isn't some kind of uh, start of the civil war, uh, because then you will be a, oh, a war reporter. Pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. So, oh well. Okay. It's America. <laughs> We're at this point. Sometimes I think we deserve everything that's about to come to us. But you know, that's me being optimistic. Well, stay safe. <laughs> Enjoy your travels um, as you get out on the road. Stay safe. The pandemic's not over for you. I it will. just is for me. Yeah, I'll be in Texas tomorrow, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, good luck. All right. <laughs> I'll speak to you next week. <laughs> All right. Bye. See ya.